0: The four days of Hello, this is Reverend Eriki I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. Joy and honor to be at open heavens. When Paul was speaking to the church in Ephesus chapter 1, verse 13 downwards, he said, Since I heard of the faith, since I heard of your love for the Lord and your faith in the things of God, I've not ceased in praying for you that the God of our Father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened that you may know the hope of your calling the exceeding richness of the inheritance of the saint, and the glorious power that is released towards us who believe according to the workings of the power that resurrected Jesus Christ from the death so this morning because of your faith and your love for the Saints I pray for you that the Lord would deploy speed unto your life the Lord will take you from the backside of the desert And he will bring you into prominence in Jesus' name. Are you ready? I understand that your team for this month is speed reloaded. It means that last month it was speed. And this month you are also doing an addition of speed. Speed is very crucial. You know, when I was in school, I was taught that speed is distance over time. Distance over time. So the shorter the distance you use, the faster your speed is. So if you take a specific distance, maybe 100 kilometers, and you are able to do it probably in two minutes, it means that you drove faster than the person who used probably 10 or 6 minutes to cover the same distance. But the reason why speed is very important is that God who created you and I lives in eternity. That is timelessness but created us and placed us in time. So we are limited in terms of the number of years that we have because we live in time and God lives in eternity. But whatever God wants to do in our life is time bound. So God created us, gave us a purpose and placed that purpose in the womb of time. The Bible says that when the fullness of time came, God gave us a son born of a woman. So there was a time allotted to the birthing of the son who will give humanity redemption. So for everything that you do, you have to execute it within a specific moment of time. If you are unable to do that, it will take you a lot more energy. I I remember recently, I'm a Chelsea fan and Chelsea was, was playing a particular team. I just forgot about the team. But we, were, we, we dominated the match. We dominated the match Burnley We dominated the match so much. But we scored only one goal. And before we could say, Jack, they equalized. And we didn't have enough time to win the match. So sometimes it is not an inability to do something. But it's the fact that you are losing out of time. But when you are losing out of time, the only antidote is speed. And once the Lord can give you speed you will overtake, you will pursue, you will overtake and you recover everything that you have lost. So this morning I came all the way from the Harbour City to prophesy over your life that divine speed is coming your way. I didn't hear your loudest amen. I said divine speed is coming your way. The Lord will anoint you with power to overtake, power to recover in Jesus' name. Amen. So speed it's important. Tell your neighbor, speed is important. Speed is important. Those of you who have been following the science and math quiz, I have am, I am an amount for, so I need to probably chip it in my presentation. You realize that when the contest started, Prisic started leading. They kept on leading. At a point in time, I think after the third round, they were leading us about six points. We closed it up with the problem of the day. We had 10 over 10. They had 7 over 10. And there was the final round. The quiz mistress said that the contest is going to be decided on the fifth round. The fifth round, where there were four questions. And when you answer the question per the first clue, you get five points. The second clue, you get four. The third and beyond, you get three points. We decided. Our strategy was that. The first two questions will answer them right. So once we did that, we knew that we had won the contest. So. Speed is important. Tell your neighbor, speed is important. Good. The Bible says in the first Deut- Deuteronomy, sorry, Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 11. It says, may the Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times more numerous than you are and bless you as he has promised. May the Lord God of your fathers make you what a thousand times numerous. So even in anointing, there's a speed anointing. Because it's going to make you a thousand times more numerous. So I stand on this altar and I prophesy to you that your father's ceiling shall be your floor. Whatever your parents couldn't do, the Lord will cause you to do. Receive the anointing to break barriers, anointing to cross the line, anointing to overtake, and anointing to recover in Jesus' name. Somebody shout and say, May the Lord God of my fathers... Make me a thousand times more numerous in my finances, in Jesus' name. If you believe it, give the Lord your loudest shout of praise. So having established the importance of speed, I want to now introduce you to my message. This morning I want to do a debate in my preaching. And I'm going to debate On the subject, grace or works. Speed, is it a product of grace or works? Speed, is it a product of grace or works? What is grace? Grace is a gift or favor from God to man. Grace is a gift. It is favor from God to man. It is something that you don't deserve. It is something that you have not worked for, but has been made available to you. So grace is not as a result of your effort. It is a gift from God. What is works? Works is an effort of man to obtain something. Works is an effort of man to obtain something. Now, when you listen to Apostle Paul, anytime time he used the word works, Apostle Paul referred it to the obedience of the law. The obedience of the law. But any time James uses the word works, he referred it to an effort of the man. So this morning, I am using works in the spectacle of James. The works of man. So if I ask you, speed, Is it by grace or by works? It means that speed, is it as a result of a gift from God or as a result of an effort from man? If we say speed is as a result of a gift from God, then it means that man has no involvement in it. On the other hand, if we say speed is as a result of the works of man, it means that God has no involvement in it. So let's get into the scriptures. To position this concept properly. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 7. For who makes you differ from another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? Paul is establishing a fundamental truth to the church in Corinth. And he said... Who makes you differ from one another? And what at all do you have that you didn't receive it? And if indeed you received it, then you have no right to boast. Three concepts I want to bring to your attention from this passage. The first, we differ from one another because of what we have received from God. We differ from one another because of what we have received from God. My sax guy played before I preached. I cannot play the sax. He cannot preach as I preach. So we differ from one another. And the reason why he differs from me and I am different from him is the giftings that the Lord has given to us. So we differ from one another. And it's as a result of what we have received. In other words, our difference is a gift from God. What he has blessed us with separates us from others too. All that we have in life comes from what we have received from God. All that we have in life comes from what we have received from God. Every achievement or height that you will get to is based on God's grace and his blessings. The Third, we cannot boast of what we have received as if we did not receive it from God. We cannot boast of what we have received as if we did not receive it from God. We cannot be arrogant and, as, and behave as if everything that we have produced is as a result of our effort. So God has given us something. It makes the difference between us. And no matter what we have achieved in life, he is the owner. The passage makes us believe that as a matter of fact, speed is as a result of grace. Speed is as a result of grace. He said you can't boast because everything you have, you have received it from God. You can't boast because God has made you unique and God is the source of your giftings and your achievements. Now let's look at another passage that gives us a different perspective. Proverbs chapter 31 verse 10. Who can find a virtuous wife For her worth is far above rubies. The word virtuous as is used in this passage means strong, capable and efficient. So who can find a strong, capable and efficient wife? He's not saying that finding a strong, capable and efficient wife is impossible but he's saying that it is rare. It is not common. It is a unique grace. So really if a virtuous wife is as a result of grace, then it will have been common because everything that God has created is common. But in this particular passage, he's talking about an individual's effort to achieve a certain level of skill, a certain level of knowledge, and a certain level of capacity. He said, her worth is far above rubies So God has empowered us with the gift of life. However, it is our responsibility to ensure that the giftings that the Lord has given to us will translate it into skills so that we'll be able to make much more impact. In Proverbs chapter 31 verse 29, it reads, Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. This woman is being described as a more excellent person. She, is she excellent because of grace or she's excellent because of works? Why does she excel more than the others? Why is she performing at a level that is much more than her salary? Say it is far above rubies. In essence, you can't quantify her work and pay her. Any amount you give to this woman, you are underpaying her because of her level of efficiency. Now, why does the Bible describe this woman above rubies? Proverbs chapter 31, verse 13 through to 18. 13. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. So, this scripture is telling us that this woman is industrious. The reason why she's far above rubies is because she is industrious. Another reason, verse 14. She is like the merchant ship. She brings her food from afar. It means she has foresight. She has what? Foresight. Verse 15. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservant. You can say that she is hospitable. So we are looking at an industrious woman who has foresight and who is hospitable. Verse 16. She considers her fields and buys it. From her prophet, she planted a vineyard. It means that she is an entrepreneur. Verse 17, she guards herself with strength and strengthens her arms. It means she is courageous. 18, she perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. It means she is studious. So here, the Bible is describing an industrious woman who has foresight who is hospitable, who is an entrepreneur, who is a courageous woman, and who is tedious. And the Bible said that for this reason, she is far above rubies. She is unique. She is priceless. She can do far more than the mind can conceive. So my question is, speed, is it a product of grace or by works? Most of us are familiar with the parable of the talent. And because of time, I will not read it. But you know about the parable. That a man was traveling to a far country. He had three servants. To one, he gave five talents. To another, he gave two talents. And to the other, he gave one. Stayed there for a long while. Came back. And there was a day of accountability. The one who originally received five talents had worked with what he received. I like the verse that says he traded with it and gained five more. The master commended him by saying, well done, good, and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you in charge of more. The one who was originally given two, also traded with the two and had two in addition. The master commended him the same commendation, said well done, good, and faithful servant. The one who was given one didn't do much about what he received. Because he had a perception. He perceived the master to be wicked. He wanted to reap where he had not sown, blah, blah, and all of that. So, because of that, he didn't do anything. He dug the ground and hid. And the question I asked myself digging the ground, isn't that work? He dug the ground and he hid what he originally received from the master. So, the master came. And there was a moment of accountability. Out of that passage, I want to draw out three concepts that will guide us in our debate to situate whether speed is a product of grace or is a product of works. And so in a parable of the talent, the master represents God and he is the judge. But what does he judge? Does he judge the talent that he gave to them or he judges the works that they did? With the talents that he gave to them. A few things we must learn from this passage. Three. The first one God does not judge grace, he judges works. Please repeat after me. Can I hear you louder up in heavens? Your loudest, please. God does not judge grace, he judges works. Two. God does not reward grace. He reward works. God does not reward grace. He reward works. The reason why they were commended was not because of what originally they received. They were commended because of what they did. As a matter of fact, the one who had five and the one who had two, they had both the same recommendation. It stands to reason that the one who originally was, re- was given one, if he had doubled it by adding one to what he received, he would have received the same commendation. So the judgment really was not about grace. The judgment was about works. The third, God gives us gifts, but works makes us successful. God gives us gifts, but works makes us successful. Therefore, it is not accurate to see a person who is successful and simply, cr- and simply claim that it is as a result of the grace of God. Look at what you see here in this auditorium. Look at what you see in this sanctuary. Look at the land that you have bought. Look at the efficiencies of your service. Look at the precision. Look at the professionalism. You think it is by grace? It is by works. It is as a result of a studious servant that God has given to you. Somebody who is committed and dedicated. Somebody who is passionate about growth. Somebody who has a burden to bless the people of God. Somebody who has a, a, a heaviness of wanting to see a transformation over your life. Paul said, I planted, Apollos watered, and God brought the increase. So invariably, God is responsible for the increase. But before God will bring an increase, there should be a planting and there should be a watering. And if there had not been any planting and watering, the Lord would not have brought the grace. Speed is it a product of grace or is it a product of works? So pastor, are you saying that speed is a product of works? No. Let me illustrate this. It's like going for your daughter's speech and prize giving day. I was told Pisek had a speech and prize giving day yesterday. After they lost, I was wondering why that timing. But imagine going for your child's speech and prize giving day. And her class was mentioned. Grade 6A. Best student in science. Then they mention her name, Felicia Mensah. Best student in math, Felicia Mensah. Best student in IT, Felicia Mensah. As Felicia receives the prize and she's going to get seated, she hears her name again, Felicia Mensah, best overall student. So Felicia collects all the four prizes. He goes to where the mother is seated And present the prizes to the mother. Watch what is happening. Did the mother attend the school? Did the mother sit an examination? Did the mother wrote an examination? She didn't do all of that. But why is Felicia giving the mother the prizes? All that Felicia is telling the world is that this woman gave birth to me. This woman paid my school fees. This woman guided me. And as a result of all that she contributed into my life, I have received this prize. So I am sharing it with her. That is the that, that concept and the illustration of grace and works. So Felicia's mother provided grace for Felicia. But Felicia did the works. So it is inappropriate for this beautiful choir to stand on this stage, having rehearsed for three, four months, and deliver a song, and you take the microphone and say, let's clap for Jesus. Did Jesus sing this morning? No, they sang. However, watch this. Give them the commendation, and they will in turn say, thank you, Jesus. Because it's Jesus who gave them the gifting. But having received the gifting, they were able to translate it to a skill that will be able to bless you. So look at how Paul puts it. And I'm concluding on this. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Very profound scripture. Paul is saying that. By the grace of God, I am what I am. Somebody shout and say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. If you believe with me, say it with conviction. Say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. Three things Paul is expressing here. The first, grace is the source of all that we are. Grace is the source of all that we are. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So Christ is his anchor. Christ is his strength. Christ is his base. Christ is his fortitude. Christ is his his foundation for being able to do all things. So he said, grace is the source of all that we are. God is our source, our nourisher, and our sustainer. And everything that we achieve is as a result of our souls. So, our identity, our giftings, even waking up this morning, breathing, being able to come to church, is as a result of grace. The second, grace must not be rendered useless. Grace must not be rendered useless. Paul said, and his grace towards me was not in vain. The guy who buried his talent, he rendered grace useless. And God is admonishing you and I not to render grace useless. We live in time. We don't live in eternity. We don't have forever. So the grace that God has given to us, we shall not render it useless. We shall not waste our time. We shall maximize our time and be able to transform our lives. That's dead. Grace requires us to labor abundantly. The more you receive the grace of God, the more hard working you must be. Paul did not say that because of the grace of God on my life, I was lazy. He said, I lived more, much more than any other person. I was grace. However, I converted that grace to labor. Because there should be a correlation between grace and works if you want to attain excellence. Because the Bible says a false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. I pray that you'll have the anointing to balance grace and works. To put in effort to complement the grace that the Lord has given to you. He said, I planted more churches than anyone else. Because of grace, I live The verse 4. The the fourth point, sorry. Grace takes the credit. Grace makes us honor God for all our success. At the end of the day, it is grace that takes the credit. It makes us honor the Lord with all our success. So what have I been telling you for the past 30 minutes? I came here to let you know That as human beings, we live in time. We don't have forever to execute our divine mandate. God has placed us in time. So everything that we do must be done within specific moment of time. However, if you have lost time and you need a recovery of lost time, the only thing you should assess is speed. Because when you have speed, things that you should have used 10 years to do, you can use two months to do. So there is a place in God that you can pray. That God can make you a thousand times more numerous than your fathers. And cause you to catch up on lost opportunity. I establish the fact that everything that we have is as a result of what God has given to us. So we can't boast of what God has given to us because everything must be situated within his grace. However, when you study the life of the virtuous woman captured in Proverbs 31, there were specific things he did, she did that made her excel, that made her stood out of the competitors, that made her different from all the other people she was competing with. And it was because she was industrious she was tedious, she was courageous, she was an entrepreneur. She didn't lazy about her time, she was hospitable. And putting all of this together, the Bible described her, her as a woman who excelled. And I, I spoke about the parable of the talent and shared with you the kind of things that God judges. God does not judge us by grace, he judges us by works. And at the end of the day, God will give us giftings or he will give us grace. But it is works that will make us stand out. What is making Open Heaven one of the outstanding churches in our nation and beyond? It is the works. The labor of the pastor, the labor of the church leaders, the labor of the church workers. Your commitment and your dedication. The offering and the sacrifice of the people in this assembly. So keep on doing what is right. As for the grace of God, it is always available. But it is about what you do with the grace of God. Paul said, I lived much more than all the others. But at the end of the day, I give credit to God. Paul said, I planted. Apollos watered. But God brought the increase. He's the source. He's the nourisher. He's the giver of life. However, when God comes to a terrain and there's no planting and there's no watering, the Lord will not bring increase because God is not wishful. God will always bring increase when things are in place. In Acts chapter 2, verse 42, the Bible says, the people committed to the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, prayer, and the breaking of bread, and the Lord added to the church daily. Why? Because there was fellowship, there was prayer, there was breaking of bread, and when these things are were in place, God will not do otherwise than to give you growth. I stand on this altar, and I pray for anybody who desire more of God, Anybody who wants speed to go the extra mile. Anybody who wants to excel. That the Lord will bless and keep you. That Jehovah will make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. That the Lord will take you from the backside of the desert and he will bring you into prominence. So church, don't let us lazy about the gifting that the Lord has given to us. Let's deploy it. And place value on our giftings. Lift up your right hand. Let me bless you. May the Lord bless and keep you. I didn't hear your Lord. as amen up in heavens. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. And be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And give you his peace. May you hear him twice when he speaks once. May his mighty hand lift you from obscurity and bring you into prominence. You will dine with kings and divine favor shall be your portion. Your elevation will be evident to all. May you never be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. May you stand for Christ and all that he represents. As it was said of Jesus that he grew in stature and in wisdom and in favor with man and favor with God, so shall your testimony be you shall increase in all areas by divine empowerment you'll be able to do all things through Christ on daily basis you shall be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind his rod and his staff will protect you you will not die before your time I said you will not die before your time we come against premature death we intervene in satanic agenda in the name of Jesus you'll overcome the devil with the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony signs wonders and mighty works will be evident in your life you shall see more power and more glory in this season may the lord do for you much more than your prayers will demand exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask according to the power that works in you may you reach the purpose for which you were created may you have courage above your peers may you have more passion for the things of god than others think is necessary. May you dream more than others think is practical. May you expect more than others think is possible. May you choose wisely without earthly bias. You will not fail. You are made by God for such a time as this. May the Lord bless you and your children. May your children become giants in the faith. You shall fulfill destiny. You shall break barriers. You will cross the line you do exploit, you are blessed and highly favored, you will shine again in the name of Jesus, give the Lord a shout!